Connor, what take is this? Yeah, this is the third take. Fourth take. Fourth take. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Are You Now Presents. I am Mike Reader, joined by Connor Marcarell. Connor Marcarell. Today we are doing Are You Now Presents Rehash. We are going Redux. over. Some, we are fucking Lord. We Remix. Are going, <laughs> I, I just want to do it one more time. <laughs> we are going over uh, some of the old podcasts, some of the topics that we feel like we have more to say about that we, yeah. we didn't say everything we wanted to. We say things on the pod and then we go back and listen to them because we listen to our own stuff to make sure they're good for you guys and we may or may not agree with our opinions at that point in time. We may have experienced some things um, and this is what this podcast is going to be. We're going to look back at some of the things we've said and kind of discuss if we agree with them or not. Yeah. Cool. Um, before we get started... Find us on all the shit. I'm not going to say it. All the social medias. And uh, I think we really need to start pumping up areyoudownpodcast.com. Yes. Mike has got all of his pieces up there. I actually, last night, um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but last night I was writing stuff. There so we go. I'm on my way. I can't wait to read Stay that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But before we get started, Connor, let's listen to some music. You know that song I've been all about? What uh, song is that? You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Da, 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 I don't da, know that one. Da, da, da. Great song. You should look it up. I was listening to a Panini by Lil Nas X. Is that the... Oh, gross. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, fuck off. Um, okay. So, Connor, the four topics we're going to talk about today that, that I, I have some things I would like to discuss again is modern dating... We always have things to say. I mean, we did three podcasts straight on yeah. that. Uh, control. Mm-hmm. I have some things I'm not okay with. And honesty versus truth. I have some things that's like, I don't know if I agree with the the way I word that. And mm-hmm. uh, masculinity. Masculinity. You weren't on that podcast. I We're was not. About your okay. On it. Which one do you want to start with? Let's go with mom dating. Let's kick mom it off. Man. Okay. Because I think that was one of our most, I won't say controversial but it definitely had a lot of traction from people. Questioned the most, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of people that were telling me, like, they are like they were trying to give me advice before I was even doing the podcast and stuff. So a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it. And then some people kind of left wanting more. Some people were satisfied, and some people really liked it, which is great. I need to talk about what I said and what I agreed with that I actually don't agree mm-hmm. with. And I don't know why I said it, but there was a time when we tried to say that it's not complicated, that we're like, it's simple. You just have to be honest, and you just have to be straight to the point, and things will work out. That doesn't exist. Yes, and I think that's a barrier that we face, that if you want to go into your story that we talked about earlier, we can do that. Yeah. I think that that's like what we talked about on the pod still applies, but it's not simple. It's not that simple. I agree. I agree. I still think honesty is the best policy, and I think you really need to try that. Yep. Um, but it's fucking hard, and I didn't want to – I felt like I belittled how hard it is. And, yeah, so my story is uh, I got a girl's number at, at uh, the gym, and we also always talk about that, like yeah. asking a girl's number at the yeah, gym. Yeah. It's the worst. I felt like I was interrupting her workout. But we knew each other from a couple months before we climbed together, and then we're like, oh, I'll see you around. But then I didn't see her around until recently. Mm-hmm. And 
I asked for her number, and she was really nice. We had a nice conversation for, like, 20 minutes. I wasn't trying to, like, fuck her or anything like that. I had no intentions. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful woman, but she's also cool, and I need more climbing friends around me because I have one climbing friend, and guess what? He was sick last night, so I had no one to climb with. So you're free climbing. I was all alone. Solo. Solo. Um, Like, 15 feet, though, because I was just bouldering. (laughs) So, yeah, and that's fine. So I got her number, and that was really nice. And then I texted her the next day. I was like, oh, do you want to climb Wednesday? And then she was super standoffish. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm not going to read into it. I'm not going to overanalyze it because yeah. I do that with everything. And then on Friday, I was like, okay, uh, like, do you want to climb today? And then again, super weird. She's like, sorry, I'm just in a funk. Super strange reactions. And I was like, oh, no. Am I like, am I just another fucking creep? Yeah, And yeah, I was yeah. like, did I just, did I like pressure her into giving me her fucking number? And she didn't want to give it at all. And... Then, like, then I finally, I finally had to ask. I was like, "Did you feel like I pressured you into uh, giving you my number?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "No, it felt genuine." Uh, it, she said, "No, it felt genuine. I like climbing. You like climbing. Uh, I do have a boyfriend. If that's any problem." And I was like, "No, this is great. I'm leaving in two weeks. I was just looking for a climbing buddy. I'm not trying to do anything." And then, boom, after that, we finally had a fucking conversation. But it was so weird because I never said, hey, yeah. I don't, like, like, hey, I'm not just trying to fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never said that. Which would be weird if you say. It would be very weird. And then she Like, especially fl- in, like, a public setting like that, like, walking up to someone and be like, hey, what's up? Can I get your number in a completely platonic way? Like, I don't want to bang or anything. Right. It's like, no one weird. says that. But also, it's just like... Maybe we become good friends for two years and then we decide, you know what? There's something, there's some magic here. <laughs> like, that's fucking fine. You don't have to predict it at this point. And it doesn't matter. That's not what I'm thinking. Unless when I'm those like, are your intentions, then you have to tell them that. I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, she climbs at a very similar level to me. That'd be fun. I don't have many climbing friends out here. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I know are way better than me. And I fucking hate them for that. Um, but yeah, it's like, she, I didn't say flat out that like I wasn't trying to just like, like, try to date or anything like that Mm -hmm. and she didn't flat out say that she had a boyfriend and she shouldn't have to because she's her own fucking person but we were so weird to each other for days because of it well i think the biggest thing was that she didn't know how to like approach it right like and that's the dance you play i think people are very guarded um and it's very like we can say you can be open with your intentions and you be confident in all this stuff but at the same time like there's another person involved with any kind of interaction, any kind of relationship. But there's, a, and then it's even greater degrees of separation because think about how she was probably reacting. She's like, "This guy seems nice. He's not a creep. Hopefully, not a creep." Um, and I like to climb. And she said, "I'm always looking to find new friends." Yeah. But then she's like, "She's like, I don't need to define myself as like with my boyfriend." But also at the same time, if this dude is clear is hitting on me and trying to like trying to do something. That's shitty of me to yeah. just get this number from this guy and then, like, not even think about my boyfriend in that instance. So now he's involved. And it's, like, it's so complicated. Do you think if you were dating someone and the, it was, like, the reverse situation, um, would you be upfront about that from the jump? Or what would you just say? I don't know. I think about that, too. Um, because I think about, like, when I was dating someone in college. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like the first thing I said to a girl was like, I have a girlfriend. Like, to a weird amount. Like it was I my part of my identity was just dating her, mm-hmm. and that was a real big problem I had to overcome once we broke up. 
And I don't want to be defined by that anymore. I don't want to just be defined by the relationship I'm in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a thing that plagues a lot of people. And I think, I mean, especially in this situation, that was the case. She didn't know how to react. And I think a lot of times because of, I think, lack of intentions from other people, we tend to assume the worst with some people. It's like, oh, you either, I don't know, you're either being used or... You're being used in some capacity. I think that's what a lot of people think about. Yeah. And so when someone, when a stranger genuinely asks them, just like, can I get your number? And then it's like, I just want a climbing partner. They They look too deep. And But at the same time, you did too. Because she was being standoffish. And you're like, what the fuck? Did I do something wrong? I'm like, I'm a monster. But then you did the step that needed to be taken where you're like, you were honest. Like, hey, did this happen this way? And she's like, no, I just... I have a boyfriend. But it took a long time for me to be honest because I was like, I felt very insecure about myself Yeah, before that. And we all do. And that's why, I mean, we should walk it back. It's not simple. Even if you're on an app or meeting someone in real life, like it's not a simple process to like get to that like genuine conversation or genuine interaction. Right. Think about how long it takes to even just build a friendship and understand that person. Everyone's gardens, everyone's protecting themselves. And everybody has a right to do that, yep. but it does not make things easy. Exactly. I mean, even if you're an outgoing person, I think people will still look at you like, why are they so open? Like, what what are they trying to hide? Like, you know, people are always on their guard when they're meeting new people. Yeah. And I think that's okay, but at the same time, I still believe, like, if you're honest about your intentions and you finally get to that point, that's how you open up and have those conversations that need to be had. Cool. Okay, we got to move on to the next subject. Let's move on. Let's do uh, honesty versus truth. Okay. You remember that one? Kind of. Yeah. I I talked about a concept that I I didn't think being a good guy was enough. Mm-hmm. And I understood my intentions at the time, but I've thought about this a lot. I've written about it, and I've not released that writing. But it's just like, is that fair, what I said? That's like being a good guy is not enough. You got to be a great guy. That's Remind me what you meant by, like, great guy. Basically, I mean us just being nice, good guys is not enough. Oh, that we have to overcompensate because we of gotta do even other more. bullshit. Yeah, and I like that sentiment, but is that realistic at all? No, because... I, what did I say in the time? I probably agree with you in the time. I don't remember. I don't know either, but I think we're walking it back, so it's all good. Well, we're not walking it back. I'm not Art. saying... I'm just saying it deserves further analysis okay that's the point of this podcast this podcast is not for us to say oh to like we were wrong yeah i i just all, dive deeper we into always it. put our caring thoughts into these conversations yeah but it's just you got to dive deeper deeper because sometimes you can say things and you're like that's not how i meant it and mm-hmm. then you hear it and you're like fuck yeah that did kind of trip me up when you said that i was like huh like i you just gotta if you're a good person that's going to shine through in your actions. I don't okay. think you need to try harder to be this amazing person. Like, if you, fu- like, I don't know, man. But like, I do think you need to try harder to break the mold. Because either we're just we're just falling on the same wheel. We're falling on the same wheel of oppression on women and all these terrible, and the racism. And it's like, it's not until you do take those next steps. But I think that you can, it, it starts, I mean, perfect transition from modern dating into this because... When you look at interacting with people, especially in a relationship setting or with the with a female or not the opposite set, whatever, fuck, whatever, I'm fucking just vomiting right now. Um, if we're upfront and honest about like what we're doing and like try to be this genuine person, be who we are, and show our emotions, 
I think that's all we can do. Yeah. I think because the reason why I didn't agree with it after listening to it, if if you think about like a compliment you could give someone. Yeah. I think one of the nicest compliments I mean for someone is when I point to a guy and I'm like, that's a good fucking dude over there. And that by the definition I put on that podcast, mm-hmm. that's not enough. And I, I don't agree with that anymore. I think being a good fucking dude is great. As long as you're constantly trying, yeah. it shouldn't matter about that label. Well, I think great and good is just, I think it's the same in that regard. Yeah. And, I mean, you're right. I mean, anything. If you just say, that's a good, like, they're good people. Or yeah, that's, that's a common that's one. Just a, that's a compliment right there. That means that this person is probably wholesome. They're genuine. You don't just say that about, it's not really a passerby comment you make. You don't say, oh, that's just a good guy. Like, no, you have, there's value to that. Yeah. And I think that you don't need to be a great guy. You think, you don't, I don't, we definitely need to raise the standard. I think you need to strive to be a great guy. Yeah. But I think you need to still be proud of yourself. And that's what I worry about. And that's what I worry about with myself. It's because I do think I'm a good guy. Um, And I think I, a lot of times I have trouble, like, being proud of myself. Because it's like, I'm not doing enough. I know I'm doing something wrong, even if I don't know. Well, that's why specifically I like what when it comes to like all that stuff. Like, you are a good guy, Mike, and that's what I've just been waiting for. I've been waiting for you to tell me I'm a good guy. <laughs> so thank you, Connor. <laughs> that was really sweet of you. Just being and you're you, fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, Connor. You're a good guy. Too. I'm kidding, but yeah, I just I just wanted to kind of dive deeper into that one, mm-hmm. and it's. I want people to understand what I mean by that. I'm not just saying it to say, like, look at me. I'm so progressive. We got to take it even further. It's like, no, like, take a deep dive and assess what you're proud of about yourself and then assess what could be worked on. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, you're not saying it, but reflection. Reflection. And knowing who you are as a person, if you're self-aware of who you are, and can be reflective in that, then you can improve yourself. Or if you're at a point where you're proud of who you are and aren't a shitty person, Godspeed. Keep being you. I just got, like, that moment. We're going to switch subjects. Yeah. I just got that moment. It's like, so we're rehashing some of these podcasts. What if we still don't say, like, what we meant to say? We're going to rehash the rehash. Okay, so back to honesty and truth. I talked about good people. (laughs) I mean, that, but that's the point. Of these conversations is that it's constantly changing. Your opinion is constantly changed and different things can impact it. But that's why these, everything we talk about is a fluid conversation that doesn't stop. Like these are constantly going on. Connor, that was one of the most articulate things you've ever said on this podcast. Listen, Mike, I went to grad school. (laughs) I have a master's degree. Um, I don't yet. Yet. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about control. So this one we had trouble with. Yes. This was a... This was like one of the first ones we did together, I think. That's not true. Right, but whatever. this is one of the first ones you tried to lead. Right. And I had trouble letting go of control of the podcast, actually. Because you went in a direction that I wasn't expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I do think I struggle with control, but I think everybody does. Um, but you took it into, oh, you control people. And I don't think I control people at all. I think I, I, I don't like that. It's about my own personal control, how I feel like I'm constantly monitoring everything in my life so I can have that that grasp on it. 
But in a sense, wouldn't that trickle to people? Because if you're trying to control a situation, that involves... Like, people are variables in those various situations in life. I don't know, and that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, we're close friends, and we've been close friends for, like, a decade now. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like I've ever, like, tried to control you? No. And not in the negative conversation. It's funny, because I was thinking about this, because we both, we like to run. Yes. And a couple, like, maybe a year and a half ago, you told me, you're like, you should try the Under Armour running app. Like, it's really good. Right. I'm like, sick, I'll do it. And then you were like, Nah, dude, do the Nike one. It's way better. And I was like, all right, sick. And I thought about that on my run today because my Nike app sucked today. It, like, didn't track, like, my first part of the run. So I did 3.5 miles in about 34 minutes, but it only tracked half of it. So it's like, you did 1.7 miles and your pace was 20 minutes. I was like, slow day. (laughs) Jesus. I'm like, this is not good. Um, But I was thinking about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Did I do, why did I get the app? Like, I like the Under Armour app worked fine, but I think, and I don't think it was control that you did that. I think that, I think for me, in terms of like your friends, like those are positive influences on your life. So if they're like, hey, do you try this? You're like, all right, why not? Like, I'm a pretty easygoing guy in that regard. So I don't think you control, I've never felt controlled by you. Um, I controlled you last weekend. What'd you do? But I think this is for, for, for positive. Speaking of a run, yeah. We uh we were going to go for a run. We were in my car. Yeah. And you're like, where are we going? I was like, we're doing the mountain run. And you're like, you you were begging not to. You're like, no, not that yeah, one. Yeah, because I didn't feel good. And I, yeah, your back was fucked up. Yeah. And like, you, yeah, you were miserable. And I was like, no, we're doing it. I was like, I'm going to drive right to it. And guess what? I'm going to peer pressure you into doing this run. And you're going to appreciate it in the long run. But there was a moment when I saw the genuine fear in your your eyes right before we started the run and i was like i caused this <laughs> i i did but it was kind of silly because like i did, well, I that's did, a silly example well, but because i had i had my own agency in that moment you're yes. like make a choice and i, I did it's that kind of peer pressure in that moment i was like shit like i should do it like i know i can do this run but like but then i was like nah dude i'm gonna fucking go my own way yeah but you still did a mountain run i did but i did my own yeah and it pushed my like i could have stopped whenever I wanted but I pushed myself like you made me you got me to do the run and then I took it and did my own thing and like made it my own challenge and yeah it really kickstarted stuff I did so I I don't know dude I don't worry about like because we don't have an abusive friendship there's definitely people (laughs) who knows we could we yeah 26 would be a dark we're not gonna make Are you done? Are you yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you abruptly stopped your because well, you <laughs> I made it. Like, we're not gonna make a joke about <laughs> dark friendships. I'm like, all right. Um, yeah, I was just I was thinking about that one a lot, and because I always think about that control, and it might be just my own personal. Insecurity. People are gonna listen to this and be like, Connor, you're a little uh, little you're bitch. a follower. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. I do my thing. If my friends are doing something, they're my friends for a reason. Like, come on. You didn't fuck. You haven't played basketball forever. I'm like, bring your ball shoes. You're like, okay, I will. Yeah. So no, that's good. Yeah. But and it's also important. There is agency for everybody. But like, where's the line? Mm-hmm. It's all about the balance in life that we always talk about. I don't know. That one just that, that one really stuck in my mind because you're like, why do you control people? Like, like how do you feel you control people? And I was like, and you're like, wait a minute, I've, people. I've never thought of it that way. I always think of my control. It's like I, I, I do these specific things. I make a specific schedule because it's like. 
it's my life. I'm mm-hmm. doing the things that are good for me, and I know that. When I get fucked up, when things are around it, I get really anxious, and I, like, when things are thrown off and other people are the reason it's thrown off. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, then I can't control it, and I can't control my feelings, and that's what scares me. I constantly am... In, in, I guess in an unhealthy sense, repressing myself. And I can relate to that because I'm also, <clears throat> I don't think, I don't control people like you do. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely like to be in control of my situation. And if it starts to get, if there are a lot of variables thrown in there, it does, it, my, like, my anxiousness steps up too. <laughs> my anxiety. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on. Yeah, let's talk about masculinity. Oh, the, I'm so I wasn't a part of this one. Yeah, so you weren't a part of this one. This one happened a while ago, and is is Rob and I. And Who? I don't I don't really want to backtrack. I talked about toxic masculinity. I talked about mm-hmm. uh, my struggles with it being a very uh, tender boy and getting made fun of a lot. Mm-hmm. But I just want to know your opinions because you weren't on it, and you've been. I mean, you've been dealing with it your whole fucking life too. I have. So, I mean. I've been described as a big teddy bear um, and a douchebag, like, by other people. By the same person? Uh, yeah, Rob Highland. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Rob. We miss you on the He's pod. He's not but listening. I don't care, dude. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, masculinity is something I've always thought about because I wrestled with that identity because, like... I don't I was like I was kind of a contradiction like and I think I continue to be a contradiction because What do you mean? So on the surface what do you see? I see a man. I see you're 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 a burly man yeah. compared to me. You're not the hairiest but no. you got size and you have yeah, you have this enforcing structure to you. Mhm. But like when you get and on the outside that makes me look intimidating, not approachable. Um and I've heard that from people before. Like they're like, "You look like a douchebag." Like I'm not gonna fucking talk to you. And then they get to talk to me. You're like, like you're talking to me right now when you're calling me a douchebag. Yeah, fucking prick. <laughs> um, but then they get to know me, and then like they understand who I am as a person, and they're like, "You are not like what you look like at all." And I like look at that. I'm like, I'm never. I wasn't trying to portray myself to be like this rough and tough man, but maybe I was. Like by not being myself like all the time, like being reserved, people could put that label on me, and I didn't like it. Like, I feel like I'm a very emotional person and, like, try to be a good person. I don't think I use masculinity. It's like, I don't know. This is a weird convo. Because, like, I flip-flop. What is your relationship with masculinity? Are you, like, are you, like, pro-showing it? Because Rob was, like, I, he has this, he basically describes it as an addiction to masculinity. Mm-hmm. And I talked about how it brought me a lot of hardships because people didn't see me as masculine. And I think the, the definition needs to be defined differently. I think I never looked at I think the biggest characteristic that I really gravitate towards is leadership. Yeah. And just because you're a man doesn't make you a leader. But I think I look at those qualities instead it's the of like stereotypes that were put to it. And that's 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 a good point. I'm gonna interrupt for okay. a second. But um I think about that a lot. And my problem when I was talking to Rob was I kept jumping into gender roles. He's like, no, we're strictly talking to masculinity. And I'm like, I don't think that's fair because I think they're so intertwined. But then there's also, I think about, I think about the things that I like about masculinity, like being a provider, being the protector of the family. But why does that have to be masculine at all? 
No, and that's why I would rather... Why does it have to be feminine? It doesn't have to be It doesn't either. have to be, and that's why I think we we don't need masculinity and femininity because like those could be defined into different things. I think that as a society, we are smart enough to define the characteristics that we find ideal in people without worrying about your anatomy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Your gender roles shouldn't play a factor in the person you are. They do because of society's restraints and that fucking pressure... But I didn't strive to be a man. I wanted to be a leader in my right. own way. And that's by working hard and being no nonsense, but still being goofy in myself. But be, be honest about this. Like, yeah. This, let that to the side. When someone says, if they give you a compliment, they're like, that's a fucking man over there. Do you like that? I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten like I would love. I would love that. I don't... And it's like I, I agree. There's some, there's something like wrong with that. Whole but I think I've always, I honestly think I've always gotten it like as a joke, like because it was always come from like people. So I'm saying hypothetically, if someone oh. says it seriously, like that's a man right there, looking at me. Yeah, I'd be like, no. I think I have such deep rooted insecurity, um, and my my inferiority. I need to say that again. Inferiority, inferiority complex is that. Decades of people telling me that I'm not a man, that I'm mm-hmm. not, and then I, I maybe I associate it to the non-gender specific parts about it. It's like so underlyingly, maybe I'm like maybe I can't be a provider because I'm not enough of a man, and that's I get that's wrong. I think it's wrong, but mm-hmm. I can't help but admit that that's part of like my thought process sometimes. And I think that's a lot of like that's society's fucking impact on you. And I mean, I feel it all the time. Like if. Uh, I fucking bought ramps. I spent $60 on ramps for my car so I could change my own oil. Cause I'm, I I'm, love Because I'm going to fucking, I'm like, to I'm gonna work on my car and fucking be a man. And then I couldn't fucking like unscrew it because the cap on the fucking uh, like tank for my oil was like sealed on by a fucking professional like gun, you know? <laughs> You're right. And I'm like, oh, I can't fucking crank this off. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Like, I'll just fucking pay the money and get it done. Like, I, I, do- I love working outside with and getting dirty mm-hmm. and I love working on my car even though I know nothing about cars but like I've changed my own brakes and I've changed my serpentine belt and like little things like that and I feel empowered and in the a common one a common sentiment that people say about masculinity mm-hmm. someone's crying what do you say man up the man funny up. thing is that and I think working with kids has really like gotten that rid of that side of me because I feel empowered when I am talking to a child that's feeling distressed. Because you're like, he's crying and I'm holding it together, that little bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Oh, sorry. I took that the wrong way. <laughs> because I want to just help someone. I want to help someone that's feeling down about themselves or is upset because of a situation. And I'm not afraid to sit there and just like be fucking soothing and try to like, get this kid to calm down and come back to be a part of the group like that's where i feel empowered i don't need to fucking mow a lawn or do weed whacking and shit i like those things i like being outside they feel great yeah they do feel great yeah the smell of grass mm. 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 yeah but i think uh it's interesting they brought up a little kid i think it all comes down to like school ground bullying it's all it's all stem from kindergarten it's the same shit it's just we're saying it differently now and it's like if you think about all the things you complained about as a kid you're like, that was fucked up. 
but now you just have different words for it and you're still complaining about it. <laughs> it's like, fuck, am I ever going to learn? And the answer is hopefully. Yeah. And I think, I mean, trying to prove that you're masculine, I think, in today is like... Toxic. It's super toxic. You're putting other people down to prove that you are this ideal that's terrible for you. And maybe we're taking all the stereotypes that have been attached to masculinity over the years, but you can't ignore them. They are part of it now. You can't just say, no, I don't mean that part. You're like, no, that's what you're signing up for. Like, how come, like, I don't know, man. You see... If If you become a teacher and you have 30 kids in your classroom... How many kids are you responsible for? 30. 30. Not, you're like, nah, these 15 I'm cool with. Oh, fuck the other 15. Whatever. They're idiots. <laughs> but I, in education, it's, it's like ugh, babysitting. Like, that's a, that's a woman's job. That's a, like a female job. And it's like, why? Like, I work in childcare, and there's not a lot of dudes that work in childcare. But I think that stigma needs to be broken. Like, why can't I think you... it's slowly breaking. That it... one I, I'm okay with. Well, I'm not okay with but it. But it's like, and then people use the, the idea of masculinity to, like, get men and boys to go be teachers. They're like, they need a positive man in their life. And I'm like, yeah, but don't frame it that way. Like, there's plenty of strong-ass women that have been influenced in my life that have made me the person I am today. Like... I'm okay with that, though, because I think I'm not deterring the uh, the positivity like a strong woman can have on you, but I think life is all about balance, and that's like 50% of the population is is, is the other sex. So you need both role models. Yeah, it's you all about ba- representation. It's all about representation. It's all about balance, yeah. And I, that's all I have to say about this That's moment. all I got to I'm getting a little fired up right now. You're getting all fired up, but... When you get fired up, sometimes you forget to like think rationally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried you're going to rant. No, I'm not going to rant. Okay, great. I'm, bring, I'm bringing it back. We're going to end it? Yeah, a good little rehash. Yeah, you feel good about the rehash? Yeah, we might have to do it again. With these ones? <laughs> With these ones specifically? Just keep recycling the same uh, Rehash number two on the same rehashed. If you listen to the last one, great. If not, go back and listen to this one. And then... You actually, if you listen to the last one, you probably should have skipped it because we're doing another one. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. As always, Connor, I love you. Love you too, Mike. Listeners, I love you. Ah, listeners. Eh. I'm, I'm indifferent. He doesn't mean that. Okay, peace. Bye, y'all.